Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following content is not suitable for children. New Year's resolution. How about the sexual check-in, baby? What do you think, Lori? Happy New Year. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's do it. Yeah. Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fowler, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. So here we are. End of another year. I know Trying to push this mission forward, getting couples more comfortable talking about sex. Most of us don't grow up in families talking about sex. It's awkward. We're not really sure. But the good news is when you get some reps, it's the most natural thing, isn't it, Laura? (laughs) It's so natural. And we're helping to help therapists as well talk about sex with their clients just so that this conversation extends and helps heal people's sexual cycle and We know that the sexual attachment and the emotional attachment together forms the tightest bond for a couple. So we want to help in both ways. And, you know, in the new year, we're thinking, how would you do a sex check-in? How do you think about sex? Being really intentional is the goal, right? That's how you can measure success and move in the needle. Are you having these conversations or are you not? being that intentional, you know, and I think just taking a moment to acknowledge our patrons talking about being intentional, right? It's, they are, their support really does free us up to kind of throw more of our resources and energy towards this. And we really want more patrons to take us to the next level, spread the word, give us your support, because this is, we all want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. You know, and, and that's what me and Lori are hoping for here. Like this, this, this message, this mission to kind of make sex a more beautiful, comfortable thing to talk about and experience, right? This world desperately needs it. And whatever capacity people get that message out. So whoever's listening, if you have means and you can give back and kind of help, that would be amazing. If you don't have means, you could help by just passing this along to a friend and helping to spread that message. We really do appreciate. I mean, I know this time of year, everyone's hitting people up for money. And, you know, we're not doing this to be rich. We're doing this because somebody has to. And we appreciate you all (laughs) giving us, you know, sharing this responsibility with us to just 
to continue to move this forward. At the end of the day, that's what we're we're measuring. You know, do we get more listeners? Is the message getting out there? You know, are people sending us emails that hey, these conversations are changing our lives for the better, right? That they're able to have conversations with their kids that they've you know never would have had. I mean, that's that's the beauty of being part of something, and and so much of the feedback that we get from our listeners helps us to kind of brainstorm and keep kind of trying to talk about things we've never talked about. So this truly is a partnership. You're all part of our team. And we just want to take a, a moment to be thankful you know, for your cooperation and your engagement. Yeah, many times when people write us letters, which we get lots and lots of letters, um, we use your ideas. Sometimes we directly use your question or your comments in our Q&As. But even if we don't use it that way, we are listening to you and trying to respond with our content to the things that are important and the dilemmas that you find yourself in. And it's about being intentional. So let's talk about this, Lori. Okay. How do we do this sexual check-in, like a New Year's resolution, right, where we are intentional, we think about the new year. Why not add to sexual check-in as part of your New Year's resolution? Absolutely. So my husband and I, we do do like a couple review and a a family review and kind of think about it the new year, everything, you know, finances, what we got to get done this year, planning fun things like vacations. And, and we do often check in on our relationship, you know, what's happening between us, what are the positive things, what are our challenges, including our sex life. And I think this is kind of what we're asking our listeners to do. And, you know, I guess as I was thinking about it with you, George, you know, I know that as a sexual pursuer, that's an exciting conversation. I can imagine as a sexual withdrawer, it could be ready for a fail. Like, oh no. Yeah, waiting you know, for that score. You know, you got uh, a D plus. You know, yeah. After a year of tried, how's your D plus hanging? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I, I guess one thing I'd like to do is how can we make it safe for sexual withdrawers to have this conversation without dread? Without thinking, oh no, I'll, I'm just going to hear the same thing I've heard every, you know, every other conversation, which is I'm failing, I'm not good enough in bed, I don't bring enough to the bedroom, all that. You know, how can we help them and protect them? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that the check-in is just to gather information, right? When we know when both people are open to information and feedback, they do better. They have more flexibility. So really building that into the conversation. Hey, we just want to see kind of where we're at, celebrate the progress we've made. You know, there's always work to be done, but that's not the emphasis of this check-in. Right. You know, I think that there's three cycles, right? There's the emotional cycle, the sexual cycle, and the caretaking cycle, which we don't talk a whole lot about, but I think people do get lost there in their relationship. They, they need support. You know, that's kind of where... I know you've got my back. I know you're going to help me pick up the toys or, you know, when I'm dog tired or sick, you're going to take care of me, you know, that kind of thing. I think if I were a sexual withdrawer, what I would want to hear is, you know, just kind of the 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 wants and the wishes versus the complaints. Like this is resolution. This is intention. This is going forward, not criticism of what I'm not doing well. So, you know, I can kind of imagine telling a sexual withdrawer something like, hey, you know, here's here's the three things I'm looking for in our sexual relationship. I, you know, I'd love a set aside time every other week where we 
just take an evening and it's only us together. We get the kids at your mother's or if we don't have kids, you know, we go to a hotel. If, if you have means, my gosh, please go to a hotel. You know, something where we just set aside a long time to be together doesn't mean we're going to have sex the whole time, but just, you know, where we can relax, enjoy each other, let down, let the chores go, let everything go, put the damn phones down, be together, and then have some intention about making love. Mm-hmm. You know, that that would be awesome for me if I knew every other week we were going to just take a couple of hours and be together, you know, and I'm not saying that okay, I'm a sexual pursuer. I'm not saying I only want sex every other week. <laughs> but I am saying an intention. That that would be great. Okay, what would be something positive that you would say, George, well, that would not I, hurt? I just oh. want to highlight what you're saying because it's it feels really important to focus on the wanting and the longing and the positive going into 2023. This isn't talking about what you don't have and focusing on the negative. It's trying to resource both partners to say, you know, we can talk about what worked in 2022 as a way of celebrating, but 2023 is how do we, how do we look forward to, and I love your idea of taking out the calendar. I mean, we take out the calendar to, to schedule working out, you know, going to the gym, we take it out to figure out work and vacations. Like, why are we not taking out the calendar to figure out, you know, these moments to recharge sexually like maybe you do need that quarterly or you know a couple times a year where you're like taking a sexual kind of vacation with each other i don't know but these are fun conversations to have with your partner yeah and you and i talk about protecting each other so if if i bring that up as a sexual pursuer trying to be positive how might a sexual withdrawal respond to protect me from starting to feel anxious, like that I've been too much or I'm asking for too much. How, pretend you're the sexual withdrawer, what would you say to me so that I would feel safe in this conversation? I mean, I think the timing matters. And what I mean by that is the person who's bringing it up needs to bring up the protection. So if you're the pursuer and you're kind of saying, hey, I want to talk about sex, you know, you got to figure out how to protect the withdrawer to even get their brain open enough to then protect the pursuer back. So, you know, what could you say to me in this conversation that would make me not already go into a defensive place? Because when soon as you say, let's talk about sex, my brain's already like, oh, shit, here we go. What did I do? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, for me, this would have to be in the context of our relational talk and our planning, the, the new year and our dreaming and all of that. So I would have also mentioned, you know, I, I want to talk about our couple relationship as kind of the different areas that we want to like work on. And certainly emotionally, I want to be responsive to you sexually. I want to be responsive to you. And, you know, just in the things that we are trying to get done, I, right. I really want to be responsive. And I know that, you know, especially the sexual piece, we get into it a lot. And, you know, there's been so many times you've felt criticized and mm-hmm. like you're not enough. And I, I just want to, you to know I'm aware of that. That is so not what I want to do to you. You know, I I want us to dream in the future, this to be positive. I'm going to be really careful and when we talk about it. You know, let's say maybe next Saturday, you know, talk about it. I, I just want you to know I'm aware of how bad I can make you feel. Mm. And so I am, 
I'm really going to focus and concentrate on being future-oriented and positive, and I'm not going to try to push the envelope here where I already know the things you don't want to do. I'm just, I want to talk about it and see, to form some ideas. And I know it's hard for you to like think of ideas and that's cool. You know, you, you know, I'm not going to ask you to think up new ideas and your three top things you want to see in the sexual relationship. I'm not going to do that to you. I think I've just, you know, I just want it to be a gentle, responsive conversation. I'm going to be really careful and um, right. I, I'm not going to try to, you know, push us beyond where we already go and get into trouble. No, I appreciate that. Just uh, that you're keeping me in mind as your energy kind of comes forth because sometimes it can feel like, you know, pretty overwhelming and, mm -hmm. you know, to know that you want to protect me from the message that I'm failing or coming up short just makes me a, a little bit more motivated to kind of want to hang in these conversations. So thank you. So let's, let's come back and talk about how I can protect you back. George, feeling is everything. Excitement, intimacy, anticipation, contentment. Uberlube lets you feel all the things you want to feel. Lori, I'm so proud of our partnership with Uberlube. They really are making a difference, helping people feel more, enjoy more. That's all what we're about to. So we just really appreciate our partnership with them. Exactly. Uberlube. It was created with sex in mind. Its formula is pure. It's basically silicone based, smooth and silky, and it's body friendly. So you don't have to worry about yeast infections or glycerin or parabens. And it's got a perfect pump for the perfect experience every single time. Ooh, that's kind of sexy. Yeah. Uberlube.com with the code foreplay for your discount. Hey, we love Uberlube. And thank you listeners for supporting Uberlube who supports us. Uberlube.com with the code foreplay. Okay, it's Christmas. And we so want you to focus on your relationship now and in the new year and for all time to come. And we really have a cool tool to share with you about. It's called the Lasting Connection System. It's by one of our own EFTers, Dr. Rebecca Georgensen. And I really want you to look at the Couple Connection System. It's a groundbreaking kind of innovative method that guides you as a couple through how to connect, be more fully authentic, deeper, and have more meaning in your relationship. It's something that will help you outside of therapy basically teaches you how to communicate from that deep, vulnerable place that we keep talking about and also helps you later on with conflict resolution. You use your body to stand on a mat, do different exercises with you. It's perfect to use as homework between therapy sessions or if you're not in therapy, we really encourage you to use it. And also if you're an EFT therapist, there's also a mentor connection system so that it'll teach you how to use it with your couples and use this tool. I just think so many of us are starved for deeper, more meaningful connection with our partner. And this is, you know, a way to do it. You know, take some time over the holiday, take some time over Christmas to use this system. Go to buildingalastingconnection.com and use the coupon foreplay for 20% off. That's buildingalastingconnection.com with the coupon foreplay. Get your connection system today and help learn how to regulate emotion and share your deeper feelings with each other, the things that really matter. And we all want that at this season. So I, I think right there, the fact that the sexual withdrawer said, 
responded to my efforts of protecting him. You know, mm-hmm. just just saying something like, you know, I appreciate you acknowledging our conflict. Um, I appreciate your effort at trying to keep me safe. I mean, that right there is responsiveness in the sexual attachment cycle. Great. You know, that is good. That yeah. is good news. It's like an openness. It isn't a wild sexual openness, but it's an openness to the conversation. It's an acknowledgement of my yep. trying. That helps right there, I think. Yeah, if you're, you're a sexual getting withdrawer. my buy-in to have this conversation. Exactly. Right? Why not take the time to be proactive in the beginning to set yourself up for more success? Yeah. Right? You know each other's triggers. So to be able to say, I know your trigger. And I'm going to do my best to protect you from that happening. Like, I, that feels really good to me. You know, and I want to return that favor. So for me to be able to say to you, you know, I know my hesitation or my caution, you know, around these conversations can be a big trigger for you when you're, you're already doing more than your fair share of work to kind of push for an agenda in these conversations. And it doesn't seem like I'm meeting you. It kind of sets you up to protest, and then I get annoyed at your protest. So I really want to learn how to do better at protecting you from feeling like you're too much, that you know there's something wrong with you because you want this. You know, because what you're pushing for is beautiful, it's healthy, it's important, it's needed. And a lot of times I lose sight of that when I'm feeling kind of the tunnel vision of, you know, the message that I'm doing something wrong or coming up short. So I do want to protect you from feeling like you're too much when all you're trying to do is is kind of get us closer together. Nice. I mean, all those words from a withdrawer, that's a lot of words from a withdrawer about a subject that is tense, you know, so Mm -hmm. that feels really, really good. You know, like, it's not okay, sure, we can have that conversation. You know, it's, it's a lot of acknowledgement about what I might feel. So I think that's really great. Yeah. I mean, this isn't rocket science. Our couples listen and need to get better. It's the same trigger over and over again. Pursuers hear the message they're too much, withdrawers hear the message they're too little. It's the same dance. Why not speak to that up front to each other and say, I don't want you to feel too much in this conversation. I don't want you to feel too little, right? We want to meet in the middle where it's just right. Baby bear. Baby bear. Baby bear, right. The porridge is warm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We both got hoarse voices, George. I'm still recovering too. The whole world is recovering. Yeah. Everyone I know is sick or coming over sick or just getting sick. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. But you still need sex. But we still need sex. Even sick sex, right? Do you ever get so sick that you don't want sex? Never. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure when you're barely surviving barely surviving you know okay so let's go back let's go back yeah. come on enough about our sickness. our sickness I'm um, trying to drag our listeners down <laughs> especially when we try to get them to be more intentional they're all like yeah we're I sick mean, too I mean I love the idea I do get excited you know it's cool that you do that with your husband right you do a check in on how you do with finances how you doing with the family how you doing with your relationship and you know how you doing sexually i really just love how clear that is to to prioritize we know that attention is the oxygen in a relationship 
There are no shortcuts to giving something attention if it's important. And if you don't, if you wait till, you know, the time is left over, you never really get there. This is, this is a couple being proactive, building in the importance of this, you know, and take it out their calendar and saying like, what are we doing about this? Even to have that conversation around discrepancy, you know, mm-hmm. how often, how much, what works, what doesn't work. I mean, we need to come up with a questionnaire here that just helps this process. What do you think, Lori? I think that's a good idea. And, you know, we are having our sex retreat, um, our couples retreat about talking about sex in September. We have canceled the spring one basically because of our training and our busyness, but we're going to do one this year, September 8th. So put that on your calendar of right. therapist um, great training. sex, great love. And our, we do have our um, therapist training in March still. So that's March still on. March 3rd and 4th. Yep. And you can Sign find up, it people. on foreplaysextherapy.com. That's where you find it. So George, let's pretend you're the withdrawer and you have some responsibility in this conversation. What might you, how might you talk about the sex life and and a projection into the new year i don't know how i keep getting a role of the sexual withdrawal here but shout out to you all i love you <laughs> again i think the more the sexual withdrawer sees the value in doing this not as a way of placating their partner but as a way of standing up for themselves and having more vitality in their lives you know that's why the withdrawal initiating is so important so, you know, having this, this annual check-in that says how are we doing sexually as a withdrawer, I really do want to say, all right, can we start off by celebrating? I'm, I'm more responsive in my kind of lovemaking, right? And that makes it a little bit harder for me to initiate. And, you know, you're acknowledging that, which is really helpful. And you're appreciating that I'm, I'm, I'm being more proactive, to really celebrate and tell me I'm doing something right, it's harder for me to be proactive than it is for you. I don't have the drive that you have, you know? So when, when we go into this conversation acknowledging that and saying, hey, thank you for making this more of a priority of putting more of your energy towards it. You're doing a good job. That good job really does a lot for withdrawers and helping them kind of be motivated and relaxing a little bit. We want them relaxed in this conversation, not tense. Wait, I'm confused. Are you the withdrawer or are you the pursuer? I'm the withdrawer. And you're saying good job to the pursuer? No, I want you to say good job to me. Okay. I've already said that. Now I want to know what you're going to say to me that makes me feel safe about having this conversation. One suggestion might be the framework for the best sex conversation that we have on our couples retreat. And we have episodes on this too. So- Y'all can look this up, but best would be the body, the emotions, our spirits, and our erotic thoughts, and sex is... Sex is the sexual cycle, exploring some kind of history, bringing in external things like, you know, toys or kind of having a drink, and just having these conversations with each other, really thinking about it in a mindset of gas pedals and brakes. What are some things that turn you on and what are some things that you turn you off? When couples can do a more thorough assessment with each other, they can identify some areas for the year that they want to improve. Mm-hmm. Maybe they recognize, you know what, we're not really so in touch with our bodies. We're so focused on our erotic kind of brains and fantasies that we kind of disconnect. So what are some ways that we can connect more to our bodies and having a massage or 
you know, putting a candle, scented candle, or putting lights on, eye contact. I mean, there's things that they can do, right? And that's really what we're hoping that couples are just going to come up with a plan. There's no right or wrong way of doing this. It's just about saying, all right, let's think about our sex life in the broadest expansion we can. And are there things we can do that turn off things that kind of are turn offs and turn up on things that turn us on? And, you know, couples that can do that, it's the end of the year in 2023, they can be even have more to celebrate. Yeah. I think when I work with sexual withdrawers, especially females, many times they actually do have thoughts inside about how to make it better. And they might have said it, they might have whispered it earlier in their sex life. And somehow or another, that went away. So this is kind of, I would encourage you as a sexual withdrawer, this is your moment. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I really like, I like to make love at night when I still have energy. I love it by candlelight or, you know, why don't we do it in front of the fire, all the lights off, all the curtains closed or, you know, whatever that just some way that you can maybe access the body, which is, you know, our, our sight, our hearing, you know, maybe I, I like music or soft music or something that puts me in the mood. If you have anything that you can offer your partner right. that you might have offered in the past, hasn't been heard, just, again, a positive way to say that is, you know, I, I think for me, and maybe I've said this before, but I, I'd like to emphasize it again, um, versus, you didn't hear me the first time, so why should, yeah. I, why should I say it this time? But just, you know, this is something that I, I do want to bring up about how I participate in my body with my different senses, and that kind of helps me. So anything that you can offer in that way, what about emotional connection? What might we say there in best sex? I think as a pursuer, I might say, you know, I I just want you to know I sometimes, you know, maybe I'm I'm in a bad mood and... I can imagine you not wanting to have sex with me and I'm, when I'm in a bad mood, but if there's ever a moment that you can come up and touch me and hold me, you know, my, my bad mood just kind of melts away and, and sex is a great way sometimes for me to, to expel that energy. Yeah, it's, you're introducing the romantic and the importance of that. You know, some couples get stuck in a rut and it's just, you know, they're going through the same motions all the time. So, you know, to step out of that, maybe you put on some music and you do some dancing with each other. You know, you take out an album and you look through your honeymoon. I mean, these things prime the heart, right? It, it, it brings another element into the bedroom that's really important. You know, so encouraging couples to just be more intentional. Most people want to, they just don't know how to do it. Best sex conversation just gives you, you know, a lot more tools to work with, to be able to talk to each other, to think about, well, do we share our fantasies? Do we talk about that? You know, do we want to bring in a vibrator? You know, have we talked about our sexual history? You know, these are all things that a lot of couples never have talked about with each other, right? And you want to be intentional. You want to be able to assess, is this going to help us? Is this something that could turn, turn us on more, give us more to work with? But equally important is trying to figure out things that turn you off, right? Having sex at, at the end of the night when you're exhausted, you know, that, that might not be so great. Can you find ways of limiting that? Or when the kids are home next door and, you know, what are these different things that turn you off to be able to talk directly to your partner about it? Just I'm always looking for measurable things. All right. If that's a turn off, 
Let's try not doing that and measure, does that increase uh, sexual engagement? That these things are not rocket science. There's, there's practical things that both partners to, can do that will definitely move the meter in the direction of better sex if they will put the work in to do it. Mm-hmm. So maybe what we're suggesting is in the best sex conversation as a sexual check-in is try to, if you're, especially if you're a withdrawer, trying to make it as concrete as possible. You know, I'm thinking about it ahead of time. I want to say this, I have a low score here, here and here. And maybe I can think about having a higher score if we'll, you know, move our late night lovemaking to early morning or Saturday when the kids are both gone at sports events. Let's let's try to sneak in a quickie there so that, you know, we go into the weekend and we have the weekend kind of feeling connected because... Again, the good thing might be for a sexual withdrawal is I do feel connected after sex. I feel better. Exactly. Um, but this this conflict between us is what puts me off. So I, I would just think about if you're a sexual withdrawer, be as concrete as possible. If you're a sexual pursuer, definitely protect your partner, set them up well. Like, And no matter what, don't get mad in that conversation. No matter what, just like make this a happy conversation. Exactly. And this is a win-win situation. We know anticipation is a huge turn-on for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Waiting for sex. That is foreplay. Getting your brain and body primed and ready to go. And if it's not, if anticipation starts to bring up dread or worry, that also is a doorway to connect. Maybe you don't have sex, but you take that opportunity to talk about the fear, you know, and not wanting to let your partner down. That's really important, too. We win either way as long as the couple has a conversation. The only way we lose is we just don't talk about it. That's right. So happy new year and thanks for listening. Keep it hot. Here we go. 2023. Okay, y'all. If you want to improve your couple relationship at home, we have a beautiful program for you. It's called building a lasting connection.com couple dash connection dash system. This is where you find it and It is this basically a manual, prepared exercises, conversation starters, and you actually move around a mat, like you're actually taking literal steps as you take emotional steps to communicate better with each other and also to learn better conflict resolution. This is from an EFT therapist. Yes, Dr. Rebecca Jorgensen, who's an EFT trainer, and Dr. Debbie Gilmore, an EFT supervisor, both really creative, brilliant minds that have a passion for helping couples have these conversations in their own home and have fun while they're doing it. The mad thing's a great idea. Really, you can begin sort of how to share these feelings. You know, you can use it with therapy or without therapy. It's so reasonably priced. You can find it at buildingalastingconnection.com, couple-connection-system, but we'll have it on our website. And if you use the code foreplay, you'll get 20% off, which is a generous offer. This is a super affordable, super great way to begin deepening your connection emotionally and also learning better conflict resolution. Again, buildingalastingconnection.com. And P.S., they have a cool little premarital program. Always nice to start a new couple off with that secure foundation. Check it out. Call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number four, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. 
All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.